0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Anime 7 Newscast. It's your favorite host of the most. The bomb. It's April 30th, 2021. Can't believe we're already in May already. Woo! Time flies when you're having fun. And I hope that you're having fun listening to Anime Summit because I'm here to get you through the day. You know what I mean? That's what I'm here for, that's my job. I'm here to make your days easier if I can. And you know, sometimes I, once in a while, not all, I don't sound like I get them all the time. Just like once in a while, I'll get like a message from somebody that I'll say something like, man, you, Nick just gets me through the day through the work day or Danny and Nick you know makes me laugh and it makes my day better when I'm having a bad day They listen to you guys when I'm at work and or Sam screaming at Smokey makes me oh, it makes me feel better when I'm sad you know I or on makes my makes my drive to work bearable like things like that you know I I really appreciate that I really appreciate that and that's kind of like that's like a big part of it for me I think. And I hope that these newscasts, like, you know, do the same. You know what I mean? I know the newscasts aren't as fun, but, like, you know, like, I I think that a big part of podcasting for me, and I think most podcasters would say, is, like, you know, we're here to entertain and get you through the day. You know, podcasts are so easy to just, you know, turn on in the background, listen to some while you're cooking, while you're driving to work, while you're pooping, whatever. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm here for. I'm here for. We got a big episode today, big newscast today. Okay, big newscast, and I got an opinion at the end of the 90 anime news before we come get into the anime news. Okay, and then I got some announcements. Okay, right before we do the anime news, I do my little little break there and tell you that we're sponsored by Smokey Smokums and all that good stuff. Little little announcement. Okay, you might have heard it on this week's episode already, but anyway, gotta gotta give a shout out to Shinsuke Kikuchi. He passed away. He was 89. Um, he passed away earlier this week due to pneumonia. Um, obviously, when you have pneumonia and you're the you know that old, um, <clears throat> you know it'll it'll kick your ass. And so the reason why it's significant is because he was a composer. He was a music composer for things like, Common Writer, Tiger Mask, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Doctor Slump, Getter Robo, Grandizer, Cashin. He's won like Japan Academy Prize awards. Uh, he's won awards at the Japan Record Awards. He, amazing. You know, he's a legend. So, um, shout out to uh, Shinsuke Kikuchi. Rest in paradise, my friend. This newscast is for you. Um, dude, PlayStation Plus, May offers, dude. Battlefield 5 um, on the PS4 and Wreckfest on the PS5. Hell yeah, dude. Um Rec looks really cool. I <laughs> I was watching gameplay of it earlier and it kind of seems like it's just like a, a a graphics fest, you know, like they're just kind of trying to show off graphics. But basically Rec fest is like a, it's like a demolition derby game and you you know make cars, you drive your car and you know whatever, but there's also like construction vehicles, you know, dig diggers and shit like, you know, bob um what are they called? Caterpillars, cats, bobcats. Whatever the fuck they are. Uh, you know, the fucking... Like, they're fucking... Just re- it's like a huge demolition derby. And the graphics look really cool. And that's free for PS5 if you're a PlayStation Plus member. And yeah, Battlefield 5 for the PlayStation 4. That's pretty good. I might have to do that. Um, not that I'm big on Battlefield games or any of those games. But, you know, if it's free, it's a huge game. So, um, There was a thing... That I was going to read, but I, you know what? I, <laughs> so there was an Overwatch League skin that came out for May. Um, and it's, it's, it's drawing some backlash. I would very much, I would love to speak on it, except I am not the affected group of, of, of the people that it appropriates. So, like, I honestly think you should read about it yourself and then maybe talk to your fellow homies about it. And, you know, I think, uh, I don't think blizzard intended to be malicious. I think they just made a mistake, but you know, I, 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 I would love to speak on it, but I'm, I'm not gonna, I, w- I would very much think it'd be better if you talk to the people it affected. And I think we just need to do better. You know, we just need to like, you know, I don't know. I always just err on the side of caution. You know what I mean? If it, if it seems like something that could be like, you know, insensitive or offensive, you know, I just... E- even just an inkling, I just don't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just don't fucking do it. It's super easy not to. You know what I mean? Just just don't say it. Don't do it. You know, if you want to be about that life, you can. You know, keep it to yourself. Um, But I am not going to be that, you know? So, anyway, I would very much recommend you do your research on your own and talk to somebody who it may affect. That being said, um, I haven't played Overwatch in... God, I don't even know how long. Anyway, I bitch about it enough. I think I'm done bitching about it on the newscast. Hold me accountable, okay? I feel like every other week or every week on the newscast, I bitch about Overwatch and how blah blah. I haven't played it in so long because bitches and they're mean to me and whatever. Like, which is true, but at the same time, like, I think. Number one, you guys are getting tired of hearing of it. Number two, I'm probably, I'm at this point tired of bitching about it. I just need to let it go. We need to let it go. Learn to let things go. We need to learn to let things go, y'all. Okay? I'm supposed to be at peace when recording, okay? And I can't be at peace if I'm talking about over bitch. all right? Anyway, let's move on. Fucking fuck Overwatch right now. I don't even care. Anyway. Dude, okay, some of this stuff I'm reading, I'm going to read to you guys is heavy. Like, I don't even know. Like, this is, this just goes along with everything I think we can all agree on. this is bad business. CD Projekt Red execs received massive bonus following Cyberpunk 2077 launch. The report broke over at Bloomberg about post-launch Cyberpunk 2077 bonuses While the entire staff is expected to get the promised incentives, the numbers don't add up to what was expected. Keep in mind that the gap between executives and the rest of a company is nothing new, but that doesn't mean it's right. More than that, however, the gap between the execs are are getting and what the devs are getting is raising more red flags, especially given the talk leading up to the game's launch, including members of the team calling out leadership and shareholders on the development road leading up to this point. And we talked about this, right? We talked about how bad this launch was, and I don't think I, I don't think I said enough about it to be honest when we talked about that like all those months ago. But, you know, it's you have, you have people who are wait willing to wait for a good game, and then you have the people bitching and complaining that it got pushed back again. And for some reason the people who are bitching and complaining that the game got pushed back again are always the loudest. They're always the loudest. And it's because they think that's that they think that CD Projekt Red is pulling their yank in their chains or whatever. And it's like they're going full cairn on it. And it's like, "You know what? You're all you're doing is you're pressuring the execs to pressure the devs and then the devs can't do a good job." And this is I'm not saying that this bonus gap here is a result of that but it's just the cherry on top okay and that's just shitty that's just shitty it's really shitty and it, it it's so bad that's so bad that's like um you know and, and a lot of people will probably listen to this and say well son that's just how the industry works yeah that doesn't mean it's good <laughs> you know what i mean that doesn't you know yeah, I could tell you, yeah, that's just how the music industry works, right? You know, the artist gets paid last. You know, they don't get all the revenue from their album sales and ticket sales and all that. Why not? They're the ones making the music, right? So, like, I don't know. It, it's, it's it, you know, it's like the Taylor Swift thing. Like, she just re-recorded a bunch of her music because the way it works in the music industry is when something turns uh you know in the major label industry anyway when when a song turns 10 years old from the day it was made or from when the record was released maybe i think um the rights of the song are no longer the record companies the record companies will still you know get sales from it if i go to like you know uh You know the store like Best Buy or something And and get a copy of it but like The rights are no longer theirs or whatever And so like Taylor Swift you know like a lot of her songs From 10 years ago were up So she re-recorded them And made them them Hers again in that Fashion so she would get sales because of all That shit that was happening with her and uh, That one asshole producer guy And that's Just why should she have to do That Right? Now, I'm not saying I'm a Taylor Swift fan. I, mean, I am a little bit, but not, to, not, not, not so much anymore. But, you know, like, you make the game, they, the devs are the ones putting in the work, right? Or am I stupid? Am I ignorant? Let me know. That's bad business, man. It just looks bad. It looks all around bad. Um, New Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart gameplay trailer reveals wall running and dash ability. Dude, this game looks sweet. I mean, all Ratchet & Clank games are sweet, but this new one... Revealed that PlayStation state of play was super cool. I'm really excited for that. Look, there's more strategy involved in fighting and fighting the bosses and fighting other enemies and stuff. And it just looks great. Um, Free Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order next gen updates for PS5 and Xbox Series X drops this summer with more DLC involved. So you should, if you got Jedi Fallen Order, there you go. Microsoft is reducing its PC sales cut to match Epic Game Store. When the Epic Game Store announced its low cut from games sold through its storefront, it was a big deal. This is the first time in a long time that Steam has had a viable competition on the business-facing side, and it looks like that the studio positive step has encouraged Microsoft to do the same. Microsoft is now reducing its own PC cut to match that of the Epic Game Store, further putting more of a spotlight on Steam and Valve's refusal to tweak its monetary demands. In a recent Xbox Wire blog post, Microsoft has confirmed how it is helping developers deliver an exceptional experience, including more resources for these teams with a smaller sales cut. As part of our commitment to empower every PC game creator to achieve more, starting on August 1st, the developer share of Microsoft Store PC game sales net revenue will increase to 88% from 70%, reads the new post. A clear, no-strings-attached revenue share means devs can bring more games to more players and find greater commercial success from doing so. Uh, too little, too late a little bit, but, you know, I don't know. This, there's a lot of, uh... Speaking of which, Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick agrees to 50% bonus cut and salary reduction. CEO Bobby Kotick has been in the headlines for his leadership practices in and inflated salary, especially back in 2019, During that time, Activision Blizzard laid off more than 800 employees despite a profitable year, only to have it revealed that Kodak's salary came in at $30 million. Since then, more layoffs have occurred and big names at Blizzard have been moving on to pursue other ventures. The state of Blizzard following its absorption into Activision Blizzard's umbrella has been a constant source of scrutiny in the gaming community, especially in regards to Kodak and his extravagant salary. Now the CEO has agreed to a 50% bonus reduction And a salary cut moving forward. In addition to several other key changes that could be a positive step for the folks at Blizzard. Yeah, except you already laid off... Hundreds of people. And... And fucking Kaplan's gone now. Like... This would have been the fucking move. Like you know, I don't know, 10 years ago, you know, or maybe when even at the very least when Activision acquired Blizzard, that would have been the fucking move, but sorry, just corporate greed BS. I just, I, man, that kind of shit has been on my mind a lot lately for a lot of reasons, and I'm not even going to say why. I'll just say shout out to my homies Ben and Bailey and and Mumi right now. You 3 know who you are. I'm <laughs> just like <I> don't <laughs> they they don't listen to my podcast. Oh well, they I think they listen to my newscast sometimes but god I oh my god. Anyway, yeah, I know a bu- I'm going to get a bunch of questions about that now probably on my Discord. Anyway, Uh, What to expect (laughs) from Animal Crossing New Horizons May update. Here we go. When you're listening to this newscast, it'll be May. So here we go. Uh, This update came a couple days ago anyway. So uh, April 28th is when it dropped. So uh, two days ago. Um, May Day. April 29th through May 7th. With your May Day ticket, take an interesting island tour for a special surprise. International Museum Day, May 18th to May 31st. Uh, stamp Rally, and when you do the Stamp Rally, you know, throughout the museum. Wedding season, June 1st to June 30th. Love is in the air following Reese and Cyrus wedding last year. Now it's time to celebrate again by meeting back up on Harvey's Island. Exclusive wedding-themed items will also be returning to Able Sisters and Nook Shopping. Uh, seasonal items. Nook Shopping will have a special new items throughout the month of May and June, including furniture, uh, DIY recipes, Mother's Day cheese rolling, cheese rolling. We gonna roll some cheese on Animal Crossing. Shit. Uh, the usual changes can be expected as well. New bugs, new fish. Um, so even if you like, you filled your bug. So like, obviously, it's been a year now, right? So like, you've probably filled your bug and fish um, list. Uh, yeah, more bugs and more fish happening. So that's really cool. Um, there was an issue in where a player could build a fence on the pier when standing on top of a custom design placed on the ground. They they fixed that. Uh, other adjustments and corrections were made to help players not get stuck in certain ways. I guess that was another issue. But, yeah, there you go. Um, Yeah, I got to open my island and clean it. I got to open my game and clean up my island. Woo! Uh. Borderlands movie, every character and casting confirmed so far. Um, I don't know how excited I am for this. I could do a whole fucking podcast on just video game adaptations, y'all. I swear to God. Ariana Greenblatt as Tiny Tina, Benjamin Byron Davis as Marcus, Kate Blanchett as Lilith, Charles Babalola as Hammerlock, Cheyenne Jackson as Jacobs, Edgar Ramirez as Atlas. Gina Gershon as Moxie. Jack Black as Claptrap. Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis. Janina Gavankar as Commander Knox. <clears throat> Florian, um, M- as Krieg. Kevin Hart as Roland. Stephen Boyer as Scooter. And Ryan Redmond as Ellie. Those are all of the casts we have so far. So there you go. Um could be good. I don't know. I love Jack Black. That's that's all I got to say about that. Uh Pokemon d- Snap now is out. Um there is a confirmed list of Pokemon online that you can find. Some people have already literally like compiled the whole list. Um I will say this. There are 200 over 200 Pokemon in it. Over 200. In the first Pokemon Snap, you know, a long time ago, I think there was only, like, 50. You know what I mean? Like, so... Obviously, this had to be a fucking vast improvement. You know, and I think, you know, obviously, you can put DLC in this and add, you know, more Pokemon and more levels and things like that. So, that'll be really cool. Uh, Dude, Dungeons & Dragons podcast with Jeff Goldblum as an elf. Uh, In this new D&D podcast... Goldblum takes on the role of a sorcerer that goes by the name of Balmer as part of the Dark Dice podcast. This makes a new season for the ongoing D&D campaign, which is slated to kick off next month. So that's really fucking cool. <coughs> that's that's really awesome. I've never listened to the Dark Dice podcast, but I've I got friends who listen to it and they love it. Um, And Jeff Goldblum. That's I mean, that's fucking amazing. Um, IO Interactive, they are the game company most notably for making the Hitman games, are reportedly working on a new fantasy game for Xbox. So we will update you with details as that comes along. Um, I'm not sure why Nick wanted me to talk about this uh, on the newscast, but I told him I would. 39-year-old man dated 35 women to collect birthday presents. A Japanese man is accused of dating nearly three dozen women in order to collect as many birthday presents as possible. Takashi Miyagawa, 39, was arrested in Osaka, Japan for allegedly defrauding at least 35 women by telling them he wanted a serious relationship. Uh, Miyagawa, whose alleged scam is believed to have netted nearly $1,000 in cash and gifts, he works part-time and has no fixed address. His birthday is November 13th, though the alleged scammer is said to have told a 47-year-old woman he had recently dated that his special day was February 22nd. It was in February that some of Miyagawa's alleged marks formed a victim's association and went to police with their stories. One victim came forward claiming the supposed birthday boy told her the big day was in April. Another target believed his birthday was in July. Um, yeah, so he all he did was told all 35, some of these women, that his birthday was a different day and then he just got a bunch of presents all the time. And I'm not sure why Nick wanted me to talk about that. Probably because Nick is planning to do that <clears throat> himself. And he's going to just ask all the people he frauds. Uh, he's going to ask for Nendos from all of them. Nendos, Nendroids. Uh, King of Fighter 15 revealed a new trailer for the character Chris. Um, I got to tell you, you know, ever since 14 came out, I was not excited about the. 3D, 2D look, um, but KOF 15 looks really sweet, and I think I want to try it. I don't know. Um, Earth Defense Force 6 finally posted a trailer. If you've never played any of the Earth Defense Force games, they are super sick. Um, I have never played them. I've just watched gameplay of them, but they are really sweet. Um, I think ones on my Steam. I think ones on my Steam wishlist. We're gonna talk about Steam in a little bit here because. There's big sales happening over there. Um, Riot Games disappointed after a weird shutdown notice of League of Legends fan project. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna put that I'm gonna put that at the at the end with my it's gonna go along with my my opinion piece at the end. Um Yeah, hold on, we're gonna put it right there. Okay, sorry, clicking around, clicking around. Uh Mortal Kombat Screenwriter says there is an Easter egg in the movie that was cut, and it involved Ed Boon coming in and going, Toasty! Not sure why that was cut. Uh, that's probably one of the many mistakes that they made, because I've heard that the movie is super mid. Uh, that sucks, because I love Mortal Kombat. I am going to uh, sign up for my HBO Max free trial so I can watch all of these movies. Uh, Static shock. Michael B. Jordan offers a vague update on the film, um, which he's producing under his outlier society banner um and during an interview with collider jordan revealed revealed the film was still coming together right now we have a writer randy mckinnon who's putting together a take and a draft right now really excited and he said i mean again as a kid growing up watching static shock it was something that inspired me and had that type of representation at a young age it was really important to me and i know that it would be important to a lot of other kids today so to be able to adapt the live addict live action version of that I'm really really excited about it so no real timelines and I guess no real updates or anything like that but we're in the process of building that out and I can't wait to have something more to tell you guys later damn it I just want to see this movie it's going to be so sick I Michael B Jordan is so amazing he is so hunky hot and amazing and talented and god so amazing Sony delays Morbius for a fifth time do I do we is this even news? Okay. COVID's is just fucking everything up number 1. Number 2, Sony is just fucking everything Marvel up. Okay? So let's just move along from that. Um final George A Romero zombie film Twilight of the Dead is moving forward. 4 years after his death, George A Romero's final zombie film, movie Twilight of the Dead finds new life thanks to zombie icon's wife Suzanne Romero. Twilight of the Dead was in George A. Romero's intended final zombie film, and it's moving forward thanks to the late horror icon's wife. "'I gave him my full blessing as long as I could be there every step of the way for it to remain true to George's vision,' Suzanne told THR in reference to Paolo Zalotti, who worked with George on the treatment and is now working on the screenplay with Joe Knetter and Robert L. Lucas. "'We had a solid treatment, and the beginning of the script, I can 100% say that George would be incredibly happy to see this continue.' He wanted this to be his final stamp on the zombie genre. Um, <clears throat> George, George Romero's last film, The Amusement Park, premieres this summer as well. Um, everything started with my question to George. Where do the zombies go at the end of the Land of the Dead? Zelotti added. So, yeah, I don't know, man. That's going to be sick. I'm excited for that. If you've never seen any of George Romero's Of the Dead films, you definitely should. Uh, Alamo Draft House Cinemas sets reopening plans for 15 locations um, over the course of summer 2021, following the pandemic. Um, a lot of, yeah, I think a lot of the Alamo Draft House draft houses were they were trying to be picky and choosy of which to open, you know, first and which ones to open, which ones not to open, and things like that. And so, um. Some of them have been open since last summer. Others, you know, a lot of their other bigger locations haven't been. So in New York, May 7th in California, you know, Austin, Texas will follow suit on May 28th. And it'll keep going until uh, June or July. So, I'm, you know, I, we don't have any where I am. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, I've never been to Alamo Draft House before. Here's everything coming to HBO Max. In May. Uh, here we go. Uh, Gamora, Max original season four premiere, Oslo original film premiere, uh, Seventeen again, Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter, Anaconda, anger management, Baby Boom, Cursed, Daddy daycare, Darkest Hour, Dumb and Dumber, The Dirty Dozen, Firehouse, Fire the Intruder. I'm just like skipping. Like I'm not telling you the whole entire list because this list is huge. Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man, Hercules, Igby Goes Down, Igor, The Interview, Jackie Brown, Menace to Society, Mortal Kombat, the 95 version, um, movie 43, which is a pretty hilarious movie, it's, I don't know how well the jokes hold up today, but the movie is pretty funny, there's some really funny parts in that, uh, Precious, uh, based on a novel, uh, Push by Sapphire, Rudy, all three Rush Hour movies, Save the Last Dance, Serapico, The Immigrant, The Kingdom, The Tuxedo, Wings of the Dove, Tomcats, Varsity Blues, Willy Wonka, 300, Rise of an Empire, Pray, Obey, Kill, uh, docu-series finale, West Side Story, the 61 version, uh, Re-Zero Season 2, remember there's anime on here, guys, Jujutsu Kaisen Season 1, so the whole all 27 episodes, Uh, Adventure Time Distant Lands Together Again, which is uh, a Max original. Um, Yeah, dude. Bunch of stuff. Cinderella Man, Curious George, the 2006 movie. A Black Lady Sketch Show Season 2. Hell yeah, dude. Last Chance to Catch Select Titles Leaving HBO Max in May. Um, The new Mortal Kombat leaves May 23rd. So make sure you check that out. Uh, and a bunch of other movies as well. Man, the movie selection on there must be huge. Um, heavy Metal, Range Media, announced new film and TV deal. Um, heavy Metal announced a partnership with Range Media Partners to co-produce films and TV shows drawn from the magazine stories and concepts. If you've never heard of Heavy Metal, <clears throat> um, so here's how I heard of it. <laughs> there, I, There was a movie. It was an animated science fantasy action movie. And it came out in the 80s, okay? And I wasn't alive then. But there was a second one that came out in 2000 called Heavy Metal 2000. And um, basically the first one that came out in 81 was, was an anthology of various science fiction and fantasy stories adapted from Heavy Metal magazines and original stories in the same spirit. So, like, Heavy Metal Magazine was this this, this fucking dope magazine, and it had these comics and stories in it. And uh, this first movie is got a bunch of, like, st- animated shorts in it. And um, Heavy Metal 2000 was um, based on one graphic novel called The Melting Pot by Kevin Eastman. Um not sure why they decided to dub it Heavy Metal 2000. Um it just was. I'm not sure why. It was just a follow-up but it it wasn't a story from Heavy Metal magazine. Um but it just it just was. I don't know. Um <clears throat> the the comic did get redone in 2007 taking up a whole issue of heavy metal magazine so there's that as well but anyway it's really cool it is just pure adult animation sci-fi crazy action sex and violence and uh hot women punching you know big strong beefy hot women punching dudes in the face and blowing up their heads and shit love it it's amazing it's my favorite it's my favorite thing um yeah obviously i didn't watch it till way later but you know um oh dude let's go over the golden week sale in uh, on steam because golden week is april 29th to may 6th celebrating games from japan and so it started yesterday so a bunch of think games that are that originate in japan are on sale so final fantasy VIII remastered 10 bucks 10 bucks. Yakuza 4 Remastered, 16 bucks. Dongan Rampa Version 3, um, Killing Harmony, 16 bucks. Mega Man 11, 15 bucks. Ultimate Marvel's Capcom 3, 7 bucks. Tekken 7, 6 bucks. Dude, as a f- so if you're any kind of fighting gamer at all, I would even say even if you're not. Tekken is just a fun game, and for how good of a game Tekken 7 is 6 bucks is nothing it is literally not nada it is nothing um any anime game any Dragon Ball game Persona game One Piece game anything by Bandai Namco Octopath Travel is 30 bucks Devil May Cry Soul Calibur 6 Yakuza 0 Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth is only 15 bucks um all the Yakuza, all the Yakuza, Earth Defense Force. Oh, we were just talking about this. Earth Defense Force Five, it's thirty bucks. Um, SD Gundam G, G Generation Cross Rays, uh, Tales of Berseria, Final Fantasy XII: The Zodiac Age, Valkyria Chronicles Four. Ooh, I'm gonna have to cop. It's seventy percent off. It's only fifteen bucks. Ooh, I love Valkyria Chronicles, you guys. It's Valkyria Chronicles. Is literally one of my favorite RPGs ever. Um, Sword out of online games: Fate, Excel, Link, Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist, Link Evolution on Steam. What? Uh, Arcana Heart Three Love Max Six Stars Extend. Ooh, is this on my wish list, dude? I'm putting that on my wish list right now. It's only ten bucks. Shoot! So I'm saying, dude. Okay. Enough of that. Anyway, I would check that out. Lots of good games. Lots of good games. Okay. <clears throat> Here's my opinion piece. Well, actually, first we'll say this big piece and then we'll do the opinion piece. Um, and the opinion piece is not even going to be that long. I just want to, it's more of a question to, to y'all, to y'all other nerdy gamers out there, or just gamers in general. You know, who cares if you're nerdy or not? So, Riot Games, disappointed after a weird shutdown notice of League of Legends fan project goes public there was this fan project and it was being done by a few people and the project was called chrono shift under the name riot Zed there was so there was a guy who worked with riot games and he was quote-unquote sent to go talk to the people at chrono shift okay And uh, he was basically sent to them to say, hey, you know, we got to shut you down. Okay. But the way he did it, this Riot Zed guy, he was being like, when I read this to you, I'm going to read you what they said. Okay. I'm going to read you what it looks like. Uh exactly the con this is the exact conversation that was screenshotted. This was clearly on I think this was on Discord it looks like. I think this yeah, I think this is on Discord. It looks like it was on Discord. Um but anyway. Um The so Riot Games sent this guy Zed to go talk to the ChronoShift guys and said, you know, to, to go, you know, tell them to shut it down. But the way Zed went about it is he went about it like he was fucking Batman knocking on the mob's door, all fucking power hungry, just fucking asshole. Okay, I'm going to read this to you. This is in the afternoon, it looks like. So um, I'll try and say the names of the person who's talking so you know. So Zed goes, hey, thanks for the unblock. And then Lord Lothendran is the guy's name. We'll just call him... Uh, Lord. Lord goes, My apologies, I assumed you were a spammer. All good, I'm sure you get a bunch. Then Lord goes, I need to leave for work here in ten minutes. I'm sure your department has some sort of statement they would like to make. So I suppose we can dispense with the formalities. Once I get there and I'm settled, we can talk further if need be. Zed says, Sure, let's get right down to it. The Riot Games legal team isn't super thrilled about your project, unfortunately and is looking for a way to come to a mutually acceptable end to it. The courts are always an option, but it's long and messy, so we thought we would do some outreach to see if we could work together to prevent everyone the trouble. So here I am to be the representative of that effort. We have a few things we'd like you to provide us, and then we can all walk away with no hard feelings. Lord goes, I see. Let me get to work and set up on my computer, and I'll be happy to discuss. Zad goes, sounds good. Talk to you soon. So... That all seems fine. That's how it started. That's how the conversation started. Okay, I get it. You're here to, to tell me this. Well, wait till I get to work. So you can see by the time Sam's... That it's 30 minutes later. And Lord messages him back and goes... All right, I may have to come and go as my job requires, but I'm here. Then Zed replies right away and says... I admire the effort to cleanse your channels. And then he says Lord's real name. So we'll just say Lord. I admire the effort to cleanse your channels, Lord. But I'll be real with you. That's making me think you don't have a ton of interest in cooperating. At the end of the day, that's fine. But I'd urge you to give us some credit. We archived all your messages long before you nuked the channel. You can delete the private channels, too, if you like. You know, Mod Chat, Backend, Toto, Game Issues Archived, old videos. Yeah, so this is in Discord. This is on Discord because he's saying that the Zed guy is telling Lord, oh, I saw that you tried to get rid of, like, your server by nuking all the channels where you talked about your stuff. But I'd prefer you didn't since it really won't do you any good anyway. You've obviously put a lot of work into chrono shift, but I assure you that the chrono break is coming. So I got to, I got to say this. He said, you've obviously put a lock, a lot of work into chrono and then in italics shift, but I assure you that the chrono in italics break is coming. Like, (laughs) Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Do you think you're being intimidating? You sound like a fucking 1980s, like, fucking movie villain. You sound like a fucking Power Rangers villain, you know, before the Power Rangers get there. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I've seen you put a lot of work into Chrono Shift, but I assure you that the Chrono Break is coming. (laughs) That's literally what it sounds like. So then, Lord goes. I appreciate the effort, but you can dispense with the scare tactics. Then Zed goes, understood, and I appreciate that you're talking, taking the time to speak with me. But let's 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 not try to work around each other. If it were scare tactics, riot, riot wanted, you wouldn't be speaking to me. Then Lord goes. I'm sure lawyers are much more direct, though. Zed says, "I'm here as the not lawyer. If it's directness you prefer, here's what I'm after." hand over the Chronoshift.dev website to us hand over all the source code tell us all identifiable information you shared with redacted and what identifiable and identify what identifiable information he shared with you not necessarily required but i'd be curious to know how you and redacted broke down the workload then lord says give me a moment to confer with redacted that i think that's his other the other people he was work one of the other people he was working with then zed goes Sure, but for what it's worth, it's my understanding that there really isn't anything to to the legal strategy you referred to in the informational channel. Lord says, with respect, sir, I would appreciate if you would turn off the scare script, kitty's script, with me. I am willing to cooperate, but I find this sort of attempted browbeating annoying. And then Lord goes, "Let's get down to brass tacks." And then Zad said, "No browbeating intended." And then Lord goes. I would appreciate if you would lay down the legal claims that you plan to bring forward against me and the team so we can have a chance to discuss them with legal representatives if this doesn't go anywhere. At the moment, you've just essentially said, quote-unquote, comply because we know your name and we are threatening with the courts. I would appreciate to know exactly what you intend to accuse us of. As you've clearly been lurking our channels, you must know the great links we've gone to avoid dis- distributing your materials except via channels you already provide. So basically, Lord is telling him here, if you are not going to come correct, the way you have to come at me is say what you are accusing, of, what what legal things that we have violated, what you're accusing us of. So then we can have a chance to respond. That is how, you know, lawyer legal courtship works when you sue somebody or do you want to go after somebody for compensation for whatever or blah, 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 you hire a lawyer, you tell that lawyer what is happening, then the lawyer and their team or the appropriate authorities go after your the defendant and say, this is what's happening, and then the defendant gets a chance to respond. It works, that's just how it works. And this Zed guy is just going, give me all this stuff or it's going to get messy, is basically what he's doing. So then so then zed says after lord explains all that to him and says dude the scare tactics are dumb please tell me exactly what you're accusing us of so we have a chance to discuss with our team and respond so then zed goes that is correct till now i've said give me this or we will sue that's the offer give me what i'm looking for and we won't sue refuse and we will i'm not interested in dragging this out if you feel you'd like to speak to legal representation you are certainly capable of doing so I'm on the security team. I find people in things. I don't practice law and have little, nothing to do with legal proceedings right as involved in we can come to an agreement to end this today, or we can both hand this out to counsel. To be honest, I don't care either way. Then Lord goes, here's my counteroffer. I cut ties with this project. I tell the redacted team redacted name of the team to shut it down immediately. I can't compel him to do anything though. That's on you. I don't control the website. I don't want to rat on other people. If you know who they are already, you can threaten him too. Otherwise, feel free to serve me. And then Zad goes, I wish I could say it's been a pleasure. Yeah. So then Riot Games came out and was like, yeah, that was terrible. So after the bug discord conversation was sent over to Riot's legal team to confirm its authenticity... The company confirmed that the takedown notice was real and echoed a previous takedown notice sent to Croner Team back in 2020. That being said, the way it was handled is anything but what Riot was wanting, saying, Regarding the exchange with Riot Zed, we're disappointed with the tenor of the conversation and will be addressing this internally, reads a recent statement from Riot to Eurogamer. We often attempt good-faith reach-outs prior to issuing legal documentation. In this case, however, given the Chronoshift Team's response, We have proceeded through more formal channels. Additional context from one of the members that worked on Cronyship shows less of an angry reaction from their team, and more of a disappointed one. As spotted by the site, one person working on this project waited and saying, Instead of opening a conversation about the future and interest in this kind of project, they attempted what could be seen as an attempt to take advantage of our work for free and start taking legal action against us, one developer said on Reddit. To our best knowledge and the assessment of the lawyers specialized in IT copyright, we talked the project over with. We have not done anything illegal. They added, we have been working on this project for almost five years and thousands of hours. The post continued, we never asked for even as much a donation during all of this time, paying all the expenses out of our pockets. This project has always been about the preservation of the early seasons of the game that cannot be experienced anymore. A time capsule for something long gone that people still express a lot of interest in to this day. While the takedown is, and shouldn't have been, a surprise, there needs to be professionalism when this type of correspondence is concerned. How Riot Z handled the entire situation reflects poorly on them, and Riot by association. Yeah, first of all, if you've listened to my newscast before, and, you know, on Anime Summit, you know that I'm not a fan of Riot Games, okay? That company has got so much bullshit associated with it, just from the fucking dudes that work there, And this is just one of many examples. And I hope that this blows up a little more because it'll say a lot about, and hopefully it says a lot about the way Nintendo handles that shit too. There are so many fan games of like Metroid and that were like in development that were super dope and even Zelda that were super dope they were like Super Nintendo graphics, but they were like, you know, new stories and new pixel art and everything, and it was going to be super cool. And then fucking Nintendo shut them down. And it's like these people weren't even doing it for money. They weren't, they weren't getting money. They weren't asking for money. They were merely doing it for fun, because they were, they were fans, doing it for the fans, and then Nintendo shuts them down and that is bullcrap that is bullcrap especially when all of these fan projects of video games whenever they get made and distributed in some way there's always a disclaimer at the beginning that says we do not own anything we don't own we don't own the characters we don't own the, the sprites the artwork The custom sprites you see here were made from assets they already provided or that they already had. And technically, that means, you know, whatever, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Okay, there's always a disclaimer that says we're not asking for money. We don't want money. This is free. It's just for fun. It's a fan project. That's all it is. And and these companies still go after these poor people and take them down. And and I'm, I'm trying to keep it consistent here, okay? Because Nintendo is, is bullshit for it, too. But just the way this was handled by Riot Games, terrible. To that Z guy, I hope you get fired. And if you listen to this podcast, turn it off. I don't want you listening to my podcast. Fuck you. Um, yeah, dude, that kind of makes my opinion piece at the end of this not as significant now <laughs> you know what i'll save it for later i'll save it for next week how about that um dude let's take a small break because we've got a lot of anime news to cover and yeah dude let's do it uh boom check that out for me okay links.animesummit.net. you can find all the links right there and My special announcement that I wanted to make was that we're coming up on our 300th episode. If you noticed, um, this week's episode was 296, which means we are four weeks away from our 300th episode. And what we're doing for our 300th episode is a live stream. So we're going to live stream our episode on Twitch, on our Twitch that we just made, twitch.tv slash Anime Summit. And... Yeah, just come through and just hang out. We're going to be reviewing an anime. Um, I won't tell you what anime it is. Uh, I'm not going to tell you, like, you know, you know, it'll just be like a regular Anime Summit episode, just live stream. You know what I mean? So um, I won't tell you what anime it is. We're just going to be reviewing one. And, you know, I find that fitting, you know, an anime podcast reviewing an anime. Oh, there you go. So um, it's going to be a big deal, though. It's going to be fun. It says we're all going to hang out and it's going to be live. And then I, I, we're going to take the audio from that stream and then release it on the RSS feed, uh, you know, for that – it'll be for that week or that the week before it or after, I think. I think it's after. Anyway, it's May 23rd on Sunday, and it'll be at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, okay? So 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So put that down. That means 7 o'clock for Central Standard Time and, uh, yeah. Yes, 7, 8 – uh, 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Central, okay? So 8 p.m. Eastern Standard, 7 p.m. Central Standard. 300th episode. It's going to be sick. Um, But, yeah, other, other than that, yeah, go to links.animesummit.net and find everything right there. Join the Discord. Patreon.com slash Anime Give a Smokey his wings, okay? He will sprout wings, he will fly to your house, and he will mow your lawn. I think. I think he knows how to do that. I'll have to double check. But if you know, if you need your lawn mode, you know, there you go. Um Dude, we got a lot of anime news. A lot of anime hype for for the fall. We got a lot of movie hype. Lots of stuff. Okay, so let's let's just dive right into it. Um Naoki Urasawa, the manga for the, the manga monster. He has launched his own YouTube channel. Um I'm not sure what he does on this channel, but he's uh He's going to, yeah, he's he launched it a couple days ago, I think. So, yeah, it's called the Urasawa Channel. So, go check that out. Go check that out and like and sub his stuff. Um, So, here's some con news, some convention news, okay? So, if you're going to this convention, pay attention. Anime Fest 2021, which is in Dallas, Dallas, Texas. Um, The staff of Dallas Anime Convention Anime Fest announced on Friday that this year's event has been canceled due to the effects related to the Shimona virus, COVID-19, including concerns about traveling and the ability to properly social distance attendees and adhere to recommended guidelines. The related Game Fest convention has also been canceled. In place of the planned in-person convention, the staff will stream a free Anime Fest virtual celebration event on July 31st, the staff is also working with the convention's hotel to see if they can plan an event for later this year. The convention was originally scheduled to take place from July 30th to August 2nd at the Sheraton Dallas Hotel. Last year's Anime Fest event was scheduled to take place last August at the Sheraton Dallas Hotel, but it was also canceled. So there are, uh, there are no details on... Um, let me see if... I'm, hold on. I'm going to their Twitter right now to see if they... Oh, here's their... Oh, why didn't I just read this? Here's their statement. It is with heavy hearts we announced the cancellation of the in-person Anime Fest slash Game Fest 2021 event scheduled from July 30th to August 2nd, 2021 at the Sheraton Dallas Hotel. This decision did not come lightly as we discussed the many concerns, some of which included traveling for members and guests, the ability to properly social distance. So, okay, I read all that. And then they said... Um... We hold the safety of our guests, members, and volunteers in the highest regard. While we know this is not the news you want to hear, we are working with our hotel to see if we can arrange an event later this year. In the meantime, we hope you will join us July 31st, 2021, streaming on Twitch for a day of celebration and fun with some of your favorite guests and panel content. This Anime Fest virtual celebration will be free for all, but we will continue accepting donations to help keep Anime Fest going for the years to come. Thank you for all your patience and understanding while we navigate this year. Um, I don't think, uh, so I don't, maybe they weren't even accepting, uh, pre-reg from last year because they don't, they don't say anything about like refunds or anything. So I don't know. You'll probably just, I would just follow the, the, the Twitter account at animefest.org, um, for updates. Kohei Horikoshi, the manga for My Hero Academia manga still heading towards his planned ending, he said. Kohei Orekoshi revealed in an interview published in this year's spring issue of Shuisha's Jump Giga magazine on Friday that the journey to the end of his My Hero Academia manga has been much longer than he expected, but it is still leading towards the ending that had been decided upon since before the series started. The manga has over 50 million copies in circulation, including both print and digital copies, as of the release of the manga's 30th compiled book volume on April 2nd, the cumulative circulation in Japan alone has exceeded 37 million. Woo! That's crazy. Yeah, man, I really want... I hope they come out... If they come out with a box out of this... You know what? I should go on Amazon or eBay and see if I can get all these manga. I have not read the My Hero manga because I'm like... I started watching the anime and I'm afraid that the manga is going to ruin it for me, so I'm trying not to. So, but anyway, um, I heard the manga's crazy right now uh funimation to stream sci-fi survival anime sunny boy dude i just watched the trailer for this shout out to dr block patron dr block for uh posting this on the trailer on our discord holy shit dude it looks so fucking good the science fictional fiction ensemble drama centers around 36 boys and girls on august 16th midway through a seemingly endless summer vacation middle school 30-year student nagara the mysterious transfer student Nozomi and classmates such as Mizuho and Asakaze are suddenly transported from their tranquil daily lives to a school adrift in an alternate dimension. They must survive with the superpowers that have awakened within them. God, that is so... That sounds so fucking cool. Um, it sounds like the way... I mean, it sounds like a fucking isekai, right? When I read it like that. But literally... Watch the trailer. It looks amazing. Studio Pablo's Mari Fujino is directing the art. Ken Hashimoto is the color key artist. Um, Akane Fushihara is the director of photography. Um, Ken Hashimoto. Ken Hashimoto. I just started looking this guy up um, ever since Dr. Block posted the trailer a couple days ago. But they did the color design for Attack on Titan. The color design for... Uh, Metropolis movie, 080 Rocket, One Punch Man, Orange, Phantom Quest Core, Perfect Blue. Like, this guy is, like, he's a cell painter. He was doing cell painting on Yerisai Yatsura, Always My Darling movie. He did the color design for Tower of God, Tokyo Godfathers. I mean, shit. Okay? Mari Fujino, I mean they did the background art for Boruto and Arts so of the Movie, Art Director for Dororo, uh Kill A Kill background art, Noblesse background art, Sunny Boy Art Director. I mean they're 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 in it to win it, and it looks super cool. So that's some anime hype for you. Here's some more anime hype. New Argonavist from Bang Dream film opens in summer twenty twenty two. Uh Bang Dream franchise is a Bushy Road franchise about some idol chicks. Um I personally hate Bang Dream. I hate idol stuff. It sucks. But this is a movie about a boy band. Uh, They're like an indie rock band. Um, And the band is called Argonavis. And it just takes place in the Bang Dream franchise or universe. But I'm just saying that the guitarist looks fine as wine. And I would uh, let him slap me around in bed a little bit. Ningen Shusha urban legend, horror, net anime premieres on YouTube. New episodes will premiere on YouTube every Friday at 5 p.m. Japan Standard Time. A net anime adaptation of Aki Sendo's Ningen Kaishusha debuted on the official YouTube channel of Chow Magazine on Friday. Um, Ningen Kaishusha, I guess in English, is Human Collection Truck because Ningen means human or person and then collection truck. Um, The urban legend horror manga centers on a mysterious all-black waste collection truck that appears out of nowhere. However, instead of collecting garbage or discarded appliances for disposal, it picks up useless people, quote-unquote useless people. The manga has various stories about such people and their encounters with the truck. So, yeah, that's getting a net anime. Premieres new episodes, on you again, YouTube, Friday at 5 p.m. Japan Standard Time on YouTube channel for Chow Magazine. C-I-A-O, Chow. like the Italian word, chow. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood's Yasuhiro Irie Studio 3 HZ make musical healing TV anime Healer Girl. God damn it, the art for this looks so fantastic. Um, uh, let's see. A bold new form of musical healing animation. The anime depicts the world of Healer Girls, high school girls who cure people with singing. That's all the details I have. But you should just look, to, this art looks fucking cool, man. I I love it. I love the way that that's colored. I hope the anime looks a lot like that. Um, the third Yuki Yuna is a hero TV anime unveils returning cast in October premiere. So if you're a fan of Yuki Yuna is a hero, get ready for that fall season, baby. That's when it's coming. Kyoto international manga anime fair returns in September. Um, the official website for the Kyoto international manga and anime fair confirmed on Friday that the event will take place this year at the Miyako Messe convention center the ROHM Theater Kyoto, the Kyoto International Manga Museum, and the Toei Kyoto Studio Park on September 18th to the 19th. Um, right now, Kyoto is under a state of emergency that's going to lift in a week or so. Um, so, you know, hopefully, hopefully everything is okay by then. You know, I I'm not sure how many people in Japan are vaccinated or what their vaccination rollout program is like. So hopefully it'll be fine. Um, Megami Ryo, and no, Megami Ryo no Ryubukun, TV anime premiers in July. Here's some summer hype for y'all. The story centers on 12-year-old boy, Koshi Nagumo, who finds himself homeless, penniless, and without relatives to care for him. As he lies on the street, he gets picked up to become the dorm mother of a dormitory full of troubled women's university students. Surrounded by idiosyncratic and difficult older women, Koshi begins a slightly etchy new life. So yeah, this is probably going to be some fan servicey bullshit on a little boy, which hopefully doesn't get gross or whatever. You know, sometimes harem shows can be funny, you know, with the with the raunchiness, but when it involves like a twelve year old, you know, kid, you know, it could be a little. I think, from in my opinion, it can be a little, you know, troublesome. Obviously, um, but you know, it could be funny. The art looks really nice. I really like the design of the kid, he looks really funny wearing an apron. Um, like he's like just his facial expression. He's like, he's like fucking, why am I fucking wearing this apron? You know? And there's like a pink haired girl. She looks really cute. We'll see. Netflix reveals the fourth trailer for the fourth season, the new trailer for the fourth season of Castlevania for Netflix. And it looks hype as fuck. God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, this will premiere, when? when is it coming out? Did it say? I think it just said coming soon. Oh, no. We'll stream the fourth season on May 13th. The season will have 10 episodes. So, yeah. Woo! Um, we'll probably be a little late on that because our, our schedule is booked out with the 300th episode and first impressions and stuff. So, we'll probably be a little late on that. We'll probably do it first week of June or something like that. But, yeah, dude. Uh, Funimation Stream's English dub for Strike Witches: Road to Berlin anime. I am so behind on Strike Witches*, So behind. Um, I think Road to Berlin was, uh, is it like 12 episodes or 13 or 14 episodes? There's like a bunch of movies I missed. Um, you know, and the art has changed a few times in between. So like, I don't know, in the first season, Yoshika had like lighter brown hair and now she has, like, shorter, darker hair. Um, uh, Barkhorn and Hartman and lynn they have, like, uh, they look mostly the same. I think it's just, like, the, the art design changed. Like, they use a lighter color palette, a uh, more faded color palette. You know what I mean? But Sentai Filmworks licenses live-action School Live film 4 episode prequel. Sentai Filmworks announced on Tuesday that it has licensed a live-action film of School Live, Gakogarashi. Manga and the film's four episode live action miniseries prequel, Gakko School Live Another Story. Um, yeah, if you've never seen the anime School Live, um, it's great. I love it. Uh, I don't know, live action anime adaptations in Japan are okay. Um, you know, I, I don't know how you would do this one justice, but that's just me. Um, this year's 10th issue of Akita Shoten's Young Champion magazine announced on Tuesday. That Hiroshi Takahashi's Jane Crunk family manga will return from hiatus in the magazine's next issue on May 11th. The manga went on hiatus in November. The manga launched its third part in April 2020. Um, it la- he launched the manga in 2016, so it's been going on for about four years. Um, for those of you who don't know who Hiroshi Takahashi is, he's the guy who did Crows, Worst, Um, Coco, Buto, Den Crows. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so this is pretty funny. Um, Demon Slayer was, and I was fucking, (laughs) Demon Slayer film was briefly available on the PlayStation store and it was like 15 bucks. And I, it's already been taken down since then. So don't go right into your PS4 right now or PS5. um, I was really pissed because I had saw that, that Ed posted something about it on discord and I was like, Oh, more demon slayer movie news, whatever. I'm just scrolling through trying to get all my notifications off and whatever, not paying attention. And it wasn't until like hours later that I saw what he had said and he had posted and he's like, guys on the PlayStation four, go, go, go buy it. It's on the PlayStation store. Go buy the movie. And yeah, so I fucked up, and I didn't buy it. I'm so salty about it. I totally would have bought it and watched it. Um, but yeah, speaking of, that was pretty funny. Um, Funimation has not received or has not commented on the matter, um, but it has spelt, spent twelve consecutive weeks at number one in the box office in Japan. Um, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy, man. Um, Hollywood Reporter reports that Demon Slayer earns biggest US opening ever for foreign language film. Uh, I mean, it's it's that's how popular Demon Slayer is man. If you haven't seen Demon Slayer yet, you gotta watch it. gotta do it. gotta do it. Uh, every day today's menu for EMEA family switch game launches in West on June 2nd, Anaplex of America announced on Tuesday that it will release the everyday today's menu for the EMEA family um, for Nintendo switch digitally. And in the West on June second, um, for those of you who don't know what that is, um, it follows Shiro Emiya in his house, along with Saka. uh, I forgot the purple hair girl's name. Is it Sakura? Got it. I'm, I'm terrible. And Saber, and it's just like a visual. It's a visual novel game. And yeah, it's really cute. Just kind of a lighthearted, um. You're in the kitchen cooking and shit, I think. Um, but anyway, if you're a Fate fan, then get on it. Uh, Tsukimichi Moonlit Fantasy Anime First promo unveils cast July premiere. So this is happening in the summer. Summertime, summertime, summertime. It's like a fantasy anime. Here's the moon god right here, Tsukuyomi no Mikoto. It's like some fantasy shit. Makoto Mizumi is just an ordinary high school student living a regular life, but all of a sudden gets summoned to another world to become a hero, the goddess of the other world, however insults him for being different and strips his hero title before casting him off into the wilderness at the edge of the world. Uh, so it's another Isekai. God damn it. This legit could have just been a normal fantasy. Just take the high school transporting to another world aspect out of it. Just make a fantasy anime. Just make a fantasy anime. God. Um... Riku wa Yoakunai anime film unveil Caesar teaser trailer and visual. The official Twitter account for the anime film adaptation of the picture book. Riku wa Yoakunai. Um, yeah, a little teaser. This looks really cute. Um, Masatsugu Arakawa is directing the film at Kachidoki Studio. Yu Saito is directing the sound. And, yeah, dude, it, I mean, it looks really cute. I didn't know – this is, like, a children's book in Japan or something. Um, but I thought it looked really adorable, and I like the way it's painted. The backgrounds are painted. looks like a watercolor. Um, High Dive is going to stream the first Twittering Birds Never Fly anime film on May 3rd. So, literally, on Monday, right? Isn't that Monday? Right? Yeah, May 3rd. So, yeah, High Dive. Um, Twittering Birds Never Fly is a is – a, gay love story uh it's with these two guys um they're both members of the yakuza and it's three it's like the first of three movies so yeah check that out I, we, we talked about it on the newscast before i'm excited to hear about that grimoire of zero author kakeru kobara shiri's the dawn of the witch fantasy light novel gets tv anime the novel are inspiring an ongoing manga about tatsuo that launched the kodansha monthly shown in serious magazine in 2019 Um, the light novel series is set in the same fantasy world as Grimoire of Zero, uh, Zero Kada no Hajime Show. Um, that is the, the one with the, the witch and the big cat face Johnson, the one that I liked. Um, this is set in the same world, but it's about a different witch and, um, College of Magic from the kingdom of Wainius and such. So yeah, it's getting an anime. Um, I might watch that. Uh, we'll say that to the end. Netflix streams Sailor Moon Eternal anime films on June third. That's what's up. Sure. Um, I haven't watched any of Sailor Moon Crystal, but the films, the two-part film project takes the place of the fourth season for Sailor Moon Crystal. The films will cover the Dead Moon arc of Takahashi's original manga. Okay, that makes sense. Got it. Got it. Um, yeah, I haven't watched any of Crystal at all isn't uh are there other films for the previous seasons I don't know I want to re-watch the original Sailor Moon I totally want to because I haven't seen it in such a long time and I don't think I even ever finished some parts of like the last arc and stuff like that but yeah um WWE President WWE sells multi-episode anime series to Crunchyroll. WWE President and Chief of Revenue Officer Nick Khan revealed during a webcast of the WWE's first quarter 2021 results on Thursday that it has sold a multi-episode anime series to Crunchyroll. Khan did not mention any other information about the work. Khan proceeded the announcement by saying, as we continue to expand WWE's brand, Beyond the Ring, we remain focused on developing the slate of original programming from WWE Studio. Um, that's exciting. I wonder what that's going to be. That's going to be sick. You know, there's something about wrestling, pro wrestling fans, and anime. It just comes together so nicely. It just does. Um, Kinairo Mosaic, anime film Caesar, previews Rodan's theme song. Um, yeah, dude, this is based on a manga. Um, Yen Press is releasing the manga in English. The original manga story begins with Shinobu, a 15-year-old seemingly pure Japanese girl who did a homestay in Great Britain. Even after coming back to Japan, she still misses her time overseas. One day, an airmail letter arrives from Alice, the girl in Shinobu's host family in Great Britain. The letter reads, Shinobu, I'm coming to Japan. The Japanese-British girl's light comedy follows the lives of Shinobu, Alice, and the other girls from both Japan and Great Britain. Yeah, I think this is just like a cute girl's being cute and hanging out and being homies and that's always fun uh masanao kawajiri directs cherry and virgin nervous romance animation film uh yeah this looks super cute i mean the way this is stylized looks really sweet i wonder how this is gonna look but i i it looks so cool i mean the film centers around ryo and ami or amy i believe it's Ami. Ryo is a 32-year-old erotic manga artist who is not used to being around women. Ami is a twenty year old twenty-eight-year-old Fujoshi who does not have good impression of men. The story follows their relationship after they meet by coincidence. The film will feature rotoscoping as well as manga and live action elements. God, that looks super cool, man. You should watch the teaser. Watch the teaser. Type in cherry and virgin trailer on YouTube. Um, Anime Ego, so Anime Ego, if you don't know, we talked about Anime Ego before. They are the company, they've been launching, like, Kickstarters and Indiegogos, or Kickstarters, to, to release, like, classic OVA animes on Blu-rays, because no one else seems to do it. And then, of course, when that because that happens... People forget about all these really great OVAs and great animes that never got adaptations, they never got a fair shot. And they're doing it now for Metal Skin Panic Maddox 01 and the Kickstarter launched today. Um actually let me click on let me see if I can find the Kickstarting page. See if they made their goal. Hold on a second. Hold on, I'm looking. Hold on. Give me a hot minute. Give me a hot minute. Uh, if you want to watch it, Retro Crush is streaming it, so I guess, you know, that's one way to consume it, obviously. Um, but you know, people like to collect, um, people like to collect this stuff, you know what I mean? So, um, hold on a second. Hold on a minute. Yeah, they've done... They've done Otaku no Video, Gunsmith Cats, Bubblegum Crisis, Riding Bean. Pretty cool. Oh, I found it. Look what I I found. Funded in 42 minutes. Beating the previous record holder, Riding Bean, which was done in 50 minutes. Uh, They pledged a goal of $50,000, and it was funded in 42 minutes. $72,000. Oh, it just went up. It just went up, right? Literally, right as I was looking at it, it just went up. I forgot that Kickstarter has a live code on it now. Yeah, seventy-two thousand dollars and seventy-two thousand two hundred fifty-three dollars. That's pretty cool. So yeah, check that out, dude. I I watched this, I think, when I was a kid. Um, I think I rented it from like Video Update or something or Blockbuster, and I don't even remember it. I mean, I might be confusing this with Appleseed or something, but either way, this looks really fucking cool. Um, check it out. It's on Retro Crush. First final chapter live-action Roni Kenshin film earns over 745 million yen at the box office. The first of the two final chapter films in the live-action film series based on Watsuki's Roni Kenshin earned about 6.9 million US dollars in the first three days of its opening weekend. The live-action Roni Kenshin film series has cumulatively sold over 10 million tickets as of Monday. So yeah, this these movies are the final, the final parts of the Roni Kenshin story, whereas the first three movies, so the first one is, like, the beginning when he arrives in the town meets, uh, Kaoru and all that stuff, and he fights, like, Kanryu Takeda and all that shit, and then the next two after that were, like, dealing with other people, and then uh, the Rising of Shishio, and then he fights Shishio in the third movie. And then the, these movies are they're the ending to uh, the series. So, yeah, dude, I'm excited. Those movies are great, by the way, if you've never seen them. Um, speaking of Retro Crush, uh, guys, again, I'm, I'm going to say this every newscast. I'm never going to get sick of saying this and telling you guys this because y'all need to know. Because I don't want people to forget how simple it is. Retro Crush is a free legal anime streaming service and it provides you with all kinds of old school anime. So anything that you want to watch that you cannot find on Crunchyroll or High Dive because you're afraid it might be too old or it's just, yeah, too old, uh, Retro Crush probably has it. Oh, hey, I remember watching this Fatal Fury movie when I was a kid. It's on Retro Crush. So, yeah. These titles will launch every Friday in May. May seventh, Star Ocean EX. I totally forgot that Star Ocean had an anime. May fourteenth, Barefoot Gen, Barefoot Gen two, and the wiki May twenty first, Nutcracker Fantasy. May twenty eighth, Super Space Machine X Bomber NG Light Lam, Lamu, Lamune and forty versus Night Lamune and forty fresh versus Lamune and forty fire. So yeah, there you go. More Retro Crush for you. Uh, Platinum End anime. This is coming out in the fall time, some more fall hype for you. As his classmates celebrate their middle school graduation, troubled Mirai is mired in darkness. But his battle is just beginning when he receives some salvation from above in the form of an angel. Now Mirai is pitted against 12 other chosen humans in a battle in which the winner becomes the next god of the world. Meray has an angel in his corner, but he may need to become a devil to survive. That seems like a battle royale anime for some crazy shit. Woo! Uh, free franchise's all-new film reveals title, two-part format, release dates. Um, on Monday they revealed the all-new anime film in the franchise is titled Free: The Final Stroke. <laughs> God damn it! As my <laughs> that's a bad name. I. So for those of you who don't know what free is, it's Danny's favorite anime. Um it's it's a swimming sports anime. And so that's why it's called The Final Stroke. Um It's really hot guys swimming, uh, the anime. And uh Yeah, that's just a bad that's a bad title. I'm sorry, that's a bad title, dude. The final stroke. Um my mind immediately went to the, uh, the raunchy place. But yeah, that is that is happening. Um, Madoka Magica gets new anime film as sequel to Rebellion. Whoa, yeah! So excited for that. Fuck. Shit. The anime film will feature a returning staff from the original anime series and films, including original creators Magica Quartet chief director Akiyuki Simbo, Shimbo, I think. Gen Urobuchi of Nitro Plus, original character design designer Ume Aoki, animation character designer Junichiro Tanaguchi, composer Yuki Kajura, alternate space designer Gekiden Inukuri, and anime studio Shaft. Hell yes, dude. I l- liked Rebellion. I thought it was really cool. A lot of people were sipping on a hater raid. You know, the first time I watched it, I was kind of confused, too. I was kind of like, wait, what the hell just happened? Watching it again, I've seen it twice. Watching it again, I I don't know if I understand it more, but I understand it a little better, at least. And I like the way it ended with, you know, Homura, and I won't say anything else further than that. But God, hell yeah, dude. So sick. All right, here's the last piece of news. Um, the Asahi Shimbun paper announced the winners of the 25th annual Tezuka Osamu Cultural Prize Awards on Wednesday. You guys got to understand something. The the Tezuka Osamu Cultural Prize Awards are huge. Okay. The awards commemorate the contributions of the manga pioneer Osamu Tezuka by recognizing the manga that best follow his tradition. Okay. Um, I'm going to copy this in the Project Manga. Project Manga um, Discord. Um, we'll start from the the so the short work prize goes to Kieta Mamatomo and Sumo Wakuchio Kiete Kurimasen in um, Karokawa by Hiroko Nobara. Uh, new creator prize goes to Freer End Beyond Journey's End by Kanahito Yamada, and art by Sukasa Abe in Weekly Shonen Sunday. Still going. And the grand prize goes to land in uh, Shoten Morning Magazine by Kazumi Yamashita. So, yeah, there you go, man. Crazy stuff. Osamu Tezuka Awards it was a big deal. So, yeah, there you go. Hope you guys enjoyed this huge newscast. Almost an hour and a half long. Woo! Um, thank you guys for listening every week. I really appreciate it. I, I really do. And with the 300th episode coming up, I feel like I got to say something. I don't know. You know what? I will. But I'm not right now. I got to think of it. I got to think of something good to say to all of you guys. Because you guys, for 300 weeks, like think about that for a second, okay? I'm talking to you. You right now listening to this newscast in your car, on your phone, on your computer at home while you're playing a game wherever the fuck you're listening to it you listening right now you honestly let us do this for 300 some weeks (laughs) oh man I love you I love you very much and I will always love you that being said I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime 7 Newscast.